Today is Friday, January 24th, and you are listening to the Hoosier Picks Podcast. Today is Friday, January 24th, and you're listening to the Hoosier Picks Podcast. Uh, all right. William went to rock with it. It's a bonus and all-star. Is he an all-star? I wanted to ask, what do you, what like, how do you get on here? As we're looking, um, as we're looking at all these players, there's 20 players total from the East and 20 players from the West. How many players are on the all-star roster? 12. 12? Okay. 12 from each side. And then is it six and six? No. Well, the obviously to the starting lineup we'll have two guards, three forwards, and then after that, it's just who they think's most deserving. They don't do it by positions. Okay. They just they make sure they have a handful of guards and handful of forwards. So, Sabonis for him to become an all star, what do we? Is he got to be a fan vote? Is no. He, so the starting, they had to change it a couple years ago because. People like Zaza Pachulia were like the leading boat getter. You mean like Taco Fall? Exactly. Yeah. Taco Fall right now, number six in, so, the, in the front court. So they had to do away. <laughs> they had to like balance the fan voting with. Did he just like get in his first game the other day? Like, and they like. Well, the, like, well the Stevens, Stevens like got the crowd up to like even let him in. I think he's played like. Like, he's like, spending like, most of his time with the main like Red Mark Fox. Titus minutes, Mark Titus minutes. So I mean that Total six pot. spot, that six spot is deserved. Yeah, well deserved. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, the fan boat doesn't mean as much. But after the starting five, the fan boat I don't think means hardly anything, if anything. <laughs> There's a committee that selects the rest of them. He's probably actually over. He's probably actually like over, but they're like, we'll put him at six, so people are like. Who voted for him will be like, oh, yeah, we almost Isn't got Alex him Is it Alex Caruso on the guards for the West? Yeah, he's getting uh, – he's, he's the, the number fourth, fourth, overall, fourth <laughs> overall. He almost has a million votes. <laughs> Why? It's his headband. Uh, I mean, and Lakers. That, that's LeBron that's crazy. Huh? LeBron, did you see that? When LeBron passes Alex Caruso, like, you know, Caruso will be like, hey, what's up, LeBron? LeBron would be like, what's up, Goat? And Caruso's like, I don't even know what to respond well, to that. Back exactly. To Sabonis. Like, LeBron, don't put that kid in that position. Uh, Shut up. Sucks. Leave, leave LeBron alone. Back to Sabonis. <laughs> um, I think he makes it. You think he does? What's his stats? My, Did anybody look up his stats? My firm prediction is he gets in as an alternate. So like That's somebody, my prediction. So he's not one of the top 12, but someone gets hurt and then they get him in? Yep. I can see that. I mean, he just... I mean, the I, mean Pacers, I want him in. Pacers are a top five team, and Sabonis has been Sabonis, by far the best player. Sabonis is averaging 17 and 13 right now. That's so insane. Averaging a double-double. Yeah. <laughs> Take his over. Over-rebounds. Every, every I actually have over rebounds tonight in my par in my parlay. <laughs> I like it. 
It's at 11 and a half. If I see 11 and a half, I usually try to hit the over. Uh, Victor Oladipo is also coming back, correct? Correct. Um, January 29th. That's next. Is, is that against the Bulls? That's a week from tonight. Week from tonight. Yeah, against the Bulls. Against the Bulls. How do – did we – were you on the pod to talk about that? Yeah. Okay. What did we say I about – one week, not 12. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not one, his, one week we didn't is, talk about that during his suspension. What do we think? Uh, what do we think about Vic's return? It's going to be positive, obviously. Take a little bit of time for the team to adjust. Yeah, I, the the thing is, like, the, I just still don't think the Pacers are good enough to win the East. They've mastered the art of being mediocre. I think I remember and this. They, the, I think they could get a four seed, maybe, but I think they're going to still end up as a five seed. And early exit in the playoffs. I think we we concluded that with, and they're they'll get like a sixteenth round or sixteenth pick in the draft. It, it's like they're good enough to make the playoffs, but they're gonna you know shit the bed and kind of shoot themselves in the foot. I don't even think it's shitting the bed. I just well, don't think they're good enough. Yeah, I mean, shoot yourself in the foot when it comes to the draft. Sure. Meaning like they're never get a good player in the ever. draft. Yeah, I, that's why I've said um, for years they need to reward. Teams that just make it out of the playoff, like those that make it the playoffs, but they get eliminated in the first round, they get some kind of superiority during the draft because they're right. Basically, this is not this is a anti tanking take. So I don't like it when teams tank, basically because the Pacers don't tank. Maybe if they did tank, I would be on tanking. But since they don't tank, I don't like tanking. So what a take! A lot of tanks. That's a tank take. That's what a tank a take. take. My with Vic though, I'm just a little concerned. Like with his injury, the the injury that he had, I just hope. I don't think I don't think he'll be able to not be like his athletic self. I think he'll have trouble like slowing himself down. So I'm just hoping we get where we need where he needs to be without like another tear happening. Or the, the or, one thing I'll say to that is I think he's been healthy since. In the end of November, or early December, I do think and that he's just been working, working out, practicing with the Fort Wayne Mad Ants, and yeah, I do think he's taking it slow, and I think yeah. they're not telling us a lot, but I'm hoping that it's. it's I mean, rules. it's it's everything changes when you get out there on the floor, and it's an actual NBA game. So um, I just hope, yeah, I'm hoping for good health from here on out for Vic. Yeah. The thing about Vic is. Nobody dislikes Victor Oladipo. Like, a yeah, lot like, of players in the Big Ten opposing teams hate, but you wouldn't even find Purdue guys saying that they hated Victor Oladipo. Some of them even might like him well because he's, they're probably yeah. Pacers fans too. And, like, yeah. you can't deny, like, he just, now that he's done at IU, he's at Indiana, and, like, you could just see it's like, he really likes our likes the state of Indiana. Like he yeah. likes being a part he of it. it. Um, so like if you're in Indiana and you're a fan of the Pacers, how can you not like that? Like a guy saying like this is my city. A little bit of a McAfee. Yes. McAfee coming over, owning Indy, all that. Yeah, I mean he didn't Love go to it. college here, but well, I, yeah. I get the comparison. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's great with uh, Vic coming back. Um, hell, we might need to get over there and catch a game or two. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, especially when they're going to be back full strength. Um, do we want to talk about some college basketball? Yeah, it's been a lot talk, of. What do you want to talk about? 
Well, since you've been gone, um, there's been since a since you've been gone, there's been a lot that's uh, happened. Um, Purdue lost. IU has won and lost. I think um, Butler's lost three straight. Duke has lost three straight. What? No, Duke lost two straight, but when they were like ranked at like a certain uh, level in the same week. Uh, so yeah, lots going on. I have a little bit of a recap from last night. I didn't know how much we were going to get into this or what you, what you wanted to talk about, guys, as far as like an overall aspect of basketball. But you got a take on some college ball? Uh, I'll tell you this. I think there's a couple surprises. I'll, I'll give you a couple future picks that I like. Um, and a couple things that I see that I don't like. First of all, North Carolina is terrible. They are the. Yeah. When was the last time, if ever, North Carolina was the last place team in the ACC? Dude, the you, ACC is terrible. Did you see what uh, Roy Williams said? Uh-uh. Somebody asked him. They were like, um, you know, you gotta something to the effect of he may die before they ever get good again. Like he, he they're, they're, he's talking about like the future UNC. <laughs> yeah. That might be a little excessive, but. In, in all seriousness, it was funny though because like he's he's like telling these guys, hey, "You guys suck." <laughs> There's only three teams in the ACC right now that are a lock to make the tournament. UNC's right. dead last in that conference, yes. aren't they? Yes, like outright dead last. So you're you're saying Duke, um, Louisville, and Virginia? No, Duke, Louisville, Florida State. Virginia, oh, Florida State. Vir- yeah, Virginia. Twelve and six. I forgot about Florida State. Uh, yeah. So, that's what that's what those three teams are. That's it. That's all the ACC has. They suck. Like NC State, Virginia Tech, Virginia, maybe Syracuse are all okay, but they're not good. So there's only three teams there that have a chance to make any run. Um, DoorDash, you don't sponsor this podcast, but you just got a free plug. So if you're looking if you're looking for a future uh, on the ACC, the only team I would take is Louisville. Um, Florida State is okay, but they got destroyed by IU. So I, I'm not sold on Florida State, but I I think Louisville can can be a Final Four team. I think they have the best shot at winning that conference. So Louisville would be my one future pick if you're picking a you know a team to win the Final Four or a team to win the ACC. Because there's still some of those bat- bets out there on DraftKings and FanDuel, I would look Louisville, and then if you if you like to do kind of pick two teams maybe to win the conference, maybe a Florida State. And what you mentioned earlier, Butler's on a little skid. Butler, after their unbelievable start, getting ranked in the top five, they're now three and three in conference, tied for fifth with Creighton. Yikes! Yeah, we were at uh, we we went to that Seton Hall game. And they looked so small compared to Seton Hall. See, Seton Hall looked like their their two man was a, was the second biggest. Seton Hall had some big boys. Yeah, though. big guy. I, I think Seton you, Hall. Yeah, I was just saying. What do you think good. about Seton Hall? I, they have the best player in the Big East, maybe the best player in the nation. That Miles Powell, is number one or number four. I forgot what number. I don't think he was either. I think he's number thirty. But I don't know who you're talking about. He scored it. Oh yeah, thirty. He's he scored thirteen. Are we talking about the same guy? Miles Powell. Let me look up. Yeah, he's number 13. 13? Okay. 
Yeah, he can score. He gets to the one rim, One of those too. numbers. One of those numbers. He's he gotta, gets to the got to be one of those numbers. I think – I mean, I think he's an All-American lock if he stays healthy. I think he's a first-team All-American guy. He's going to be in the running for player of the year. They have size. They beat Butler at Hinkle Fieldhouse without their second-best player. They're 6-0 and in conference. Um I think they're kind of lazy on defense right now. I think they are too, but they score so much, I don't think it matters. I mean, they are good offensively. And they'll lose a couple games in conference because they they do shoot a lot of threes and they will have nights where they don't shoot it real well. Yeah. But Seton Hall, they're not on DraftKings, but if you have another way to bet them um, and and you want to take a shot at a team making the Final Four, uh, Seton Hall would be a team – I strongly consider they got experience mm-hmm. at the guard play. They have size. Um, they're, they're they're really good. I, I like them to win the Big East. I think they can make it to the Final Four. I think Butler is starting to come back down to reality. I, you know, they may not be the fifth best team in the Big East. You know, they may be better than that, but um, I don't I don't think they're unreal like people were thinking for a stretch. I was looking at some trends um, from the game that you and I went to and then the game that just happened last night. And a couple of things that just stood out to me, um, poor three-point shooting, lots of fouls. There were a lot of Which fouls. rare for them. That it, very undisciplined for the, these past two games. That set, that first half against Seton Hall, not a lot of fouls. Second half, 10. ton of fouls. Um, so it, it kind of to what you were saying again, it's like Butler's coming back down. Maybe the means are regressing to the norm, and we're really starting to see with how volatile and the parity in college basketball has been so far. Butler is they they rode the wave all the way to the top, and yeah. you know now they're coming back. The wave's coming and back that's out how from short. College basketball's been all year. Mm-hmm. I, I think that like I don't have much on college basketball, but like coming off what you're saying is I think like the teams that are good and going to be there in the end, they're starting to find their groove. They're starting to settle in. Um, and like, you know, I think I was even on Butler kind of like maybe making a final four run, but you know, if, if, if you get these teams that are having, having off nights, um, just kind of sporadic play, if you get them on the right page, well, yeah, Butler's looking out. Um, they're, I don't. I. I don't think they'll make the Final Four. I don't think. Um, you know, if they do, it's because they were consistent and they, their path to the Final Four. They they got a good ma- good matchups and teams played, not their greatest game yeah. against them. One thing I would add to that, you know, Butler has experience up and down their lineup. They only play one freshman, so. You look at the early season schedule, they got all guys that have played a, you know multiple Big East seasons. They've played full mm-hmm. seasons. They've played tough road games. And a lot of other teams are playing young kids, playing freshmen, playing transfers. And I think that really helped them early. And now people have 15 games under their belt, 20 games under their belt, and now it's more of an even playing field. And the experience has isn't an advantage that much anymore where it was earlier. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Experience can only go so far if you don't have the best athletes, you don't have the people that, I mean, Butler just, there's nobody on there where you're saying they're some freak athlete, freak recruit. It's, it's, it's good basketball. And that unfortunately can only get you so far. 
Did you have another team you want to talk about? I was going to break down the Big Ten real quick, and then I have a, two other like sleeper picks. Okay. Kind of sleeper picks. Can you can you talk a little bit about Maryland? Did you watch Maryland's game last night? I did because I got a I got a text message. I don't know if he'll listen to this, but I got a text message that said, "Hey, take Maryland minus seven and a half." Second They're half. Locked. Yep. Or no, sorry, take Maryland minus seven and a half, not second half. Minus seven and a half. That was what Maryland was before the game against Northwestern. Oh, you bet that before the game. Correct. I took. Gotcha. And so they they were awful the first half. They were down 10 the entire first half, if not more. And I may or may not have sent a text to someone calling them out for the bad pick. And then with three minutes to go, it was still a two-point game. And I was doing something, and I came back and looked at the score. Or I got a text message that said the game was never in doubt. Like a sarcastic one. And they won by 11, and they covered the 7.5. So, yeah. I don't know. Maryland's Verdict's still out. The Maryland, with Mark Turgeon as coach, they are always a roller coaster because they have talent, but they have no discipline. They take terrible shots. They only defend part of the time, but they have some really good players. Um, If you remember, still talking about the Big Ten, early in the year, I told you Michigan State's my pick. And, again, they started off, they had a rough patch in November and December. They are... They're one of those teams. They have young guys coming in. Obviously, they had Cassius, but they're playing multiple freshmen. They're playing young guys, and they struggle, and they play a brutal schedule. And now, all of a sudden, they're tested. They've played tough road games. They've played big-time games. They've played neutral court games. And all of a sudden, you look, and they're 6-1 and one in conference sitting in first place by themselves before they lose it. How you calling it now? So... I still think Michigan State's the best team in the Big Ten. If you're going to pick someone to win the Big Ten or make the Final Four from the Big Ten, I would take Michigan State. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Ohio State. They may be frauds. Throwing out the F word. Throwing out the F word. They're two and five in conference. So and and as much as it, I enjoy saying it. Um, Purdue's bad, and I think. For some reason, I I have f- f- friends that are fans of IU that still think Purdue is better than IU, and I it just I don't I don't get that. But the middle of the Did, Big Ten's tough. Last night was a little bit of a of an anomaly though. Uh, at one point, Illinois was eleven for twelve shooting in the second half. They were hitting everything. I will say I I, I just want to take that because I don't want to say I'm in the boat that Purdue is better than IU, but. You know, I I'll might be that, but I might be like pushing the boat out to shore. Like I'm I, there. I mean, I get that, but yeah. at the same time, you lost by 20 at home in Mackey Arena. Like you don't lose by 20 at home to anybody. By the Purdue. By the five minutes, six minutes left, I, nobody was there. Well, yeah. I, I, I take that back. By the end of the game, obviously nobody was there because it was such a blowout. So, all right, two two picks. If you're if you like to do futures. Here's my two picks that I would hop on for uh, to win their conference. If you can get that, you might not be able to get it, and to make the Final Four. And my two picks, uh, maybe not surprising, I know I've talked about them some, but I'm going to take Oregon with Peyton Pritchard. I think I think they're a, they they were really good last March, um, did some damage. And my second one is Dayton. 
Dayton has one of the best players in the entire nation, uh, and I think I think they're legit. Like they're not just your mid-major team. And if and if you want to consider Gonzaga a sleeper or a mid-major, some people still consider Gonzaga a mid-major or a sleeper. Maybe I think they're really good. I think they're they've got a really good chance to make the big dance. Their, their front court is really good. I'm still not sold on their backcourt, but there's not a backcourt other than Peyton Pritchard and Cassius Winston that I am sold on. So It's always hard telling with Gonzaga because, I mean, you get the middle of the season, their games are against. Yeah. And they, they're not playing teams that yeah. you can really. You give, you give Mark Few credit because early in the year they do play good teams. Right. But, like we were saying, Michigan State wasn't very good in November. And Michigan, and and was, Michigan whooped them. Yeah. And then Butler's, like, considered really good, so. A November game doesn't really tell you much. The selection committee actually uses it late in the year to, you know, give teams props or whatever or give them a better seed. But uh, it's hard telling with Gonzaga. Yeah. But we'll see. Is that is that it on your yep. – uh, I got one thing that you might have forgot to talk about. Bad beat LSU. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Sorry to bring it up, but it's a segment. Wait, we don't have any bourbon. Well, we can get some after this if you want. We're gonna have, this. This will be the Buffalo Wild Wings beat of the week. <laughs> the beat ups beat of the week. Oh, beat there ups we go. beat of the week. There All we right. Go. So, I got a buddy that he's he. Florida is his team for this year, and he's convinced that Florida is gonna win it all. So he about every week is saying, "Hey, dude, bet bet Florida this." Florida's the pick. Okay, so he, of course yesterday Florida was two and a half point underdogs to LSU. He goes take it. I go uh, no, and then I looked into it more and I was like, uh, that's a terrible pick. Actually, I'm going to take against that and take LSU. Now, granted, I do like Florida and they are my pick to win the SEC, but LSU is unbelievable at home. They've only lost two home conference games in the last two years, which is incredible. But I have LSU minus two and a half. So with three and a half minutes to go, they're up 11. They give up a three, up eight. Then they go down, make a dunk, they're back up 10. Then they give up a layup, score a layup, give up a layup, turnover, turnover, layup. So now they're back up 10 with a minute 21. 10 point lead with a minute 21. Give up a layup, turnover, made three. Miss a layup, miss another layup, give up a three. Now it's a two-point game with 30 seconds left. They get the ball in bounds. They make a free throw. Um, sorry, make two free throws. Now they're back up. Um... They're back up four. Guess what? They give up another three. So now they're only up one. They get the ball back. They hit one of the free throws. Now we're back up two. So we're up two with 16 seconds left. They get a stop. Go down, hit two free throws. And then they, eight seconds left, are up four. They're going to cover. They come down. Florida chucks a three, misses it. Nobody blocks out. Nobody blocks out. Blackshear gets a tip in, so now they're back up two. But they still have the ball. All they got to do is inbound it, get fouled, hit a free throw, I cover. 
They turn over the inbound ball. So the ball goes out of bounds. And Florida gets the ball back and should have sent the game into overtime. They run an out-of-bounds play. They got a wide-open layup that the refs say he didn't get off in time. But the layup would have, should have maybe counted and sent it into overtime. So we would have actually had a chance in overtime to cover. But we lose because they went by two instead of three. So we're blaming the refs. No. I'm blaming LSU's horrid performance in the last two minutes. It's, it's so Blame it on that. So much easier to blame the refs. What about the uh, what about that Kansas Kansas State brawl? Uh, DeSosa should be banned from college did, sports. Is that the see, one that picked did you the they, just it, they just showed his uh, twelve games. Uh, speaking of that, oh, he got a twelve game suspension. Yeah, it's like he should be banned. It's like twelve, um, twelve for him, and then eight for the main guy in Kansas State. Two for the other guy from Kansas and three for some guy from Kansas. You heard it here first, folks. Breaking news. How about breaking news on the pod? He carried a chair like he's in the WWE, like you're gonna slam it over someone's head. Like unbelievable. If you're gonna pick it up, finish the job. Not to mention the guy's already been in trouble for accepting money illegally. What a scumbag! Don't let he shouldn't be allowed to play ever again. Disgrace the NCAA. I saw a lot of people calling that a brawl. I didn't, I didn't think it was a brawl. They didn't have good view. There was punches thrown. But nobody threw that chair. How do you know? Because it, like it looks like in the video, somebody took the chair yeah, out of did. his hand. There was fake blood involved. It is the WWE. All right. You want to take a dinner break? Yeah. Super Bowl? <laughs> Super Bowl. You want, you want to talk about the Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk about it. Let's Patriots. Talk. Patriots are not in it. Unfortunately, Reagan. Patriots. It means. Unfortunately, Reagan. Yeah, it means I can enjoy. I'm gonna. I think. First off, I think it's one of the best Super Bowls we've had in a long time. I think. Can I ask a question? This is my only input. You just said you were gonna let us. Do I know. This. this is my only input. I hear stuff that the 49ers are a boring team. Do you guys think that's true? Are the 49ers a boring team? Well, they're they're old school. They uh, run. I mean, they run a lot. There's. I think they're old school NFL. Their defense carries them. Uh, they rush the passer. So. Well, they don't. They actually don't rush a lot. They just get a lot of pressure on the passer, don't they? And they, and they run. They run a lot. So and they run effectively. I'm pretty sure Shanahan, Mike Shanahan, was the coach of the Denver Broncos when they had Terrell Davis as their quarterback. I could be making that up. Terrell Davis was a running back. What did I say? Quarterback? I meant running back. The John Elway was the quarterback. He was, yeah. He was kind of good, in case you didn't know. But I think that Mike Shanahan was the coach. Of, actually, can somebody... Yes, that's true. Is it? Yeah. So, if you figure, you know, here's Kyle Shanahan watching his dad, his offense is going to mirror his father's. Very, very similar. Um, so, that's why just their running scheme is... It's gotten to where they are right now. It's why Garoppolo only had to throw the ball six times. Um, they are very dominant in the run game, which in today's NFL is very boring. But they also have other weapons. Um, you know, I, they had to score one of the higher points per games this year, right? Had to. Have. I mean, they're they're higher than you would expect. I think uh, like they, people they, think of them as a defensive. 
team, but I mean they've put up points. Yep. They, I bet it, they're at least they're above middle of the pack. Yeah. So um, Super Bowl Fifty Four in Miami. Welcome to Miami. Um, we got San Francisco uh, 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City right now is minus one and a half. Is that what you have, Tommy? Yeah, yeah. Minus one and a half, and the over-under is at 53 and a half. So, um, Ooh, I, it's, is it 53 and a half now? I, was at, I had 54. Uh, the, this, was, this was about noon today. Okay. So. See, I looked earlier today. And it was 54, and I just looked not too long ago, and it was 54. So. Well, I believe it's going over anyway. So, Regardless? I'm there. Yeah. I'm there with you. <laughs> yeah, so. but, I mean, unless this is like 62, I'm probably going to hit the over. Yeah, same. Uh, um, but getting into, do you want to talk about our picks or the, the AFC or the what? NFC? or? or well, I just, I just, like I said, I think this is going to be a, a great Super Bowl. Patriots aren't in it. Well, they, they don't deserve to be in it this year. I mean, I think that reigns over, hopefully. Uh, but, I mean, Kansas City is so fun to watch. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. So, so this is, this is I'm just going to go with this. This is my pick. I think Kansas City is going to win. I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback we've seen in a while. Because he's, he's like, he's elite at the new style of quarterbacking, um, if that makes sense, he's he's not he's not your like he's not your your Manning. He's rewriting right the 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 quarterback. And I think he, I mean, in my opinion, he's he's I think he might be the best football player ever. You know how you know that there's like a turning of the page. I'm hearing a lot of like these quarterbacks are very Patrick Mahomes esque. There's a kid right now. He's like a five star going to Georgia or Oklahoma. They call him like the the Patrick Mahomes of high school football. So that's when you know a guy's just a, a total dominant. I mean, can you? Is there a quarterback that's better than him in the NFL? I think that Tennessee really um, exposed Lamar uh, coming off next year. That, that's going to be questionable, but Lamar MVP here. Um, I think Lamar had a good year. I, I, Taysom, I think there's Taysom no Hill? there's no way you're convincing me that Taysom Hill. No, he can't throw the ball. Like if you're talking <laughs> being an athlete, I mean that's maybe the only other person we can have a conversation. Is about. Is your question but, what? Who's a better? Is there a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes? That's a, that, yeah. That's what I said. I don't think so. No, okay. not at all. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's my pick. Kansas City. I have Mahomes. MVP, you know he's he's not going to be the MVP of the league this year, but he's the best player. And you're taking the over. Yep. So I have KC and the over. Okay. I think. I mean, like yeah. I like I said last week, and I was spot on. If you're holding Kansas City to anything, I still think even with the you know the the 49ers, maybe I'll say I think they're getting in the 30s. I said 35. I think Tennessee, with the least they would hold them to, was 35. They scored 35. I'm saying 49ers might be able to slow them down a little bit, but they're still getting 30 something. There was at a least. there was that drive that uh, <clears throat> Tennessee Tennessee had. It took like eight or ten minutes, and then Kansas City went back down in like three minutes and scored right like that. Yeah. I mean, they're like 
their offense is lightning in a bottle after just lightning after a bottle. <laughs> um, I did a little bit of a, you know, everybody always talks about who's the best tight end in the league. Um, two great tight ends in this game, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Yeah, uh, two of the best in the league, I would say. I'm going to list some measurables off. I'm going to give you one guy, player A and player B. <coughs> you tell me who you want, okay? Player A is 6'4", 250. He only played in 14 games, but he had 85 receptions, over 1,000 yards, and five touchdowns. It's player A. Player B is 6'5", 260, 97 receptions, just over 1,200 yards, and five touchdowns. Played in 16 games. Who are you taking? Well, I think I know which one's which. Uh, I'd be impre- I didn't know this going into it, so if you did, what? Well, the, the 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 smaller one is Kittle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kittle's. And I would take. I'll just say I would take Kittle. If if I was picking, I would take Kittle. Mm-hmm. And that's partially because I like Kittle's mentality. <laughs> He's he he loves football. Mm-hmm. Ever since I saw him up in the press box. Uh, when he hurt his, I think it was his knee or something, he yeah. was like limping around, but he was like shaking on the glass when the 49ers were doing good. I mean, right. that's the guy I want on my team. He, Well, last week, Jimmy Jimmy G didn't throw the ball. I don't think Kittle had his first catch until the fourth quarter. Um, but they were running the ball. Hell, he was lead blocking. He was getting out there yeah. on linebackers, double teaming, going to safeties. I mean, it was – he does everything – He's a very uh, he's a well-rounded yeah, five-tool player. He's a good athlete, and he gets after it. Like yeah. He just is a good football player. So he's missed three games in three years. Um, on the flip side, Travis Kelsey, still a very good player, um, has not missed a game in his five-year career. Wow. Yeah, I thought that was pretty surprising uh, as well. He had 136 targets this year. Also was getting a shitload of looks from as we said, the best quarterback in the league. Right. Um, my prediction, or my my uh, my pick on the Super Bowl, I'm glad that you took Kansas City because I'm actually on the other side. So this is something to go again, or, you know, to, to keep track of. Um, and, and my main reason for this is the fact that Kansas City has yet to face a team that is uh, that can adjust. That has two different. They have a run game and a pass game. So the past uh, opponents for uh, Kansas City, Tennessee, they had a run game, no pass game. Houston, they had a pass game, no run game. The Chargers, they just sucked. But Kansas City is not facing a team like um, the 49ers who have their run game. If you stop the run game, they got Debo Samuels, they got um, uh, Sanders, they got George Kittles we just talked about. Both of their running backs can catch out of the backfield. Um, I like San Francisco. Your take is basically my exact take as far as the picks go. I think the score is going to be hitting the over. Um, I, actually, I think I think San Francisco could win this by maybe 10, 10, 10 plus points, so... There's wow. my hot take, and Joey Bosa has has so, Pat has Pat Mahomes face a Joey Bosa this year. So I want to uh, kind of go back to mine and 
and add one more thing. I, I talked about Patrick Mahomes and what how I felt about him being the best player maybe ever. Um, but I also was looking at San Francisco's schedule um, over this season, which I forget what the record was, but I think they might have had three losses. 13 and three, yeah. So they struggled against mobile quarterbacks. Uh, one of their losses was to the Seahawks. You got Russell Wilson. One was to the Ravens. You have Lamar Jackson. Um, and then I think, what, what was the other one? Um, I can't remember. Did they lose to the uh, Saints? Um, with Teddy Bridgewater, maybe? I don't know. I, I saw this take. And In, anyway, I, but they also, their game with Arizona um, was also very close, which you have Kyler Murray, so and they weren't a very good team. So I think that could come into play. I mean, Patty Mahomes has been a little less mobile this year, but he's also been a little banged up. I think we saw last week the guy can still run the ball. And that was some poor tackling for sure, though. Yeah, but... Freaking I'm not going to take it away from him, but it's still... 75% of your quarterbacks are not going to be able to make that run, at least. So, I saw this uh, Mark, Mike Florio. Do you ever watch Pro Football Talk in the morning? Nope. Mike Florio. Um, he, ha- he had this take that it would be beneficial in the championship game that you take Patrick... It, you would take a late hit against Patrick Mahomes, take the penalty, just to knock him out. He said that is something that you would actually consider in, in the championship game. I thought that was that was a take. Um, <clears throat> uh, but San Francisco, they do have Super Bowl um, experience. Um, as far as uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan, he was the OC in the uh, Super Bowl against the Patriots when the uh, Atlanta lost that huge lead. Remember that against the Pats? They were down like 28-3. Yeah. So Kyle Shanahan's we been there. Uh, Jimmy G, Sanders, and uh, Richard Sherman, just some guys that have been to the big game, understand the uh, nuances of the day. It's a very long process. You know, you got two weeks off from the Super Bowl. I think that San Francisco is just equipped. I I do like Andy Reid. I, I, it'd be cool if he got the Super Bowl as well. Like somehow he could get part of this. But – um, I'm glad that you are on the other side so we can have a little bit of, uh, you know, I, I tracking also, during I, the game. I also think uh, Kansas City's defense has gotten a lot better. You know, they, they have a tendency for being known as, you know, their offense has to put up a ton of points or um, they're not basically not going to win. But I, I think they're they're good enough now to where, you know, they can hold a team. I mean, what they, they held Derrick Henry to, like, six yards in the second half last week so yeah, but that that's kind of my point is they but they've not seen a team like San Francisco where they're multi-dimensional they can hit you with the run they can hit you with the pass but anyways that is that's all I got on the Super Bowl <clears throat> Reagan did you are you going to take any any action in that game the over you're taking the over smart man that's all I got I got um a couple notes here. Not that I won't take anything else, but that's my only opinion. I got a couple notes here. Um, the first Super Bowl was in 1967. Um, you know, you guys know how much a commercial cost, a full-length commercial, 
back in 1967 for the Super Bowl? $500. Rego? $40,000. Holy sh... Wow. You guys know what a uh, ad is going for this year? $10 million. <clears throat> For one... For a 30-second ad. $5 million. You said 10? 5.5. It's about $175,000 a second. I know at one point it was it, it used to be like two million, and I just assumed it had gone up. Yeah, it's a it's a shitload. Uh, this is the eleven. Oh, and speaking of those commercials, I saw where both uh, Mike Bloomberg and Donald Trump both are having ads during the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl is going to be political. Spend that campaign money well. Oh, Bloomberg, he is well. It's his own money though. Um, and so that's really all that I had about the Super Bowl. Um, Reagan, group text, you shot out the idea again. This seems to be um, a common trend. You having some good good list ideas. Thank you, Skyler. Do you want to come back into the conversation and explain to our listeners what we're going to do? <clears throat> okay, we're going to do um, our top three today. It's going to be top three... Super Bowl foods. So you go to a Super Bowl party, what are your top three foods that you're getting? And we're not, this one's going to be different. We're not going to share other people. So we're going to do like a snake draft, like it's fantasy football. And you've, we're going to just go through, we'll do snake. Everybody takes first round, second round, third round. We're only going to do three rounds. So we'll have nine total. And then we'll post it and, uh, let the people give input on who had the best list. We got to do rock, paper, scissor for the order. And we all agreed we're going to go all three at the same time. And if it's two versus one, one is going to go three. If it's one versus two, one goes one. Yes. And then we go. Okay. Um, and rock, paper, scissors, shoot. shoot. Yeah, okay. we're going on shoot. Go uh, on. Oh, we are going to shoot. God damn it! You be- don't. You want to have this debate? Are you? You don't say shoot. I, I was just begging the question. I mean, if you don't, you're if you don't, you're a psychopath if you don't say shoot. I agree. All right. But is it rock paper scissors shoot and and then you that's what you're thinking? Yeah. Rock you go paper scissors shoot. It's not rock paper scissors shoot. No, it's on your. Okay. It's on shoot. You know playground rules. I don't know. I don't know when it got mixed up that, you know, it wasn't on shoot. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Tommy, you're three. Tommy's third. Reagan and I, scissors versus Tommy's paper. Ready? This is uh, one and two. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah, I went back with trusty scissors. Reagan threw rock, switched it up. I I once uh, read a study on the strategy behind rock, paper, scissors. What'd they say? Can't tell. Oh, I think well, I just learned I'm, it. Yeah, we did, I think. <laughs> That's like the rule of 33, though. Like, if you have three doors, and I tell you there's a million dollars behind one of the doors, and you pick a door, all right? So pick a door, Tommy. One, two, or three? One. All right, you got one. I'm taking away two. Now I give you between one and three. Are you switching it to three, or are you sticking with one? Switch to three every time. One. That's basically rock, paper, scissors in a nutshell. 
You switch to three. You switch to because three. Because when you choose one at the beginning, you have a 33% chance of getting it right. The other two doors are 66%. If they eliminate one of those doors, it's technically still a 66% chance over with two and three. So if they give you the option to choose three, the odds are better to, to switch. Yeah. Why? That Math. doesn't make sense. Galileo. Science. There's a movie. There's a movie called Twenty One, and it's a it's a movie about blackjack. I, I, I don't understand that though, because there's Kevin two Spacey. doors. So, there, but, but it's going based off of the beginning. There's a thirty three percent chance for all of them. Okay. So if you pick one, there's a thirty three percent chance it's behind there. There's a thirty three and then thirty three, obviously. So the second and third doors combined are sixty six percent chance that it's behind there. If they eliminate the second one, and you have a 66% chance, and they eliminated the second one, then by that math... So you divide it by two, though, so it's 33%. But th- that a theory is that that is a 67% chance or whatever that it's behind the third door. Okay. So you switch. It's a theory. It's, yeah. it's off of a movie... I learned it off of the movie 21, which is a movie about going to... Vegas and winning big on blackjack. Yeah, I didn't. Have you seen that movie? I've seen the movie. Didn't I? Didn't remember that was from that. Uh, It is just from something else. Nonetheless, not a fan of the theory. Nonetheless, well, that's because you're last and Reagan's first, and (laughs) I'm second. Reagan, your first overall. All right, my first overall pick, which anybody on planet Earth that has had this food will agree with this pick. The number one overall pick in this year's. Super Bowl Best Foods Draft 2020 is everything but the kitchen sink. Those of you that have had it, you know it is a concoction of like chocolate chip cookies with M&Ms, with Chex Mix, with like 17 other things, hence the name everything but the kitchen sink, one of our... You're, um, you're assuming that everyone's had Tammy Walls, everything but the kitchen sink though is your problem. Well, that's that, well. You it's, just explained it. Yeah, I mean, it's just a little bit of everything, and it's yeah. It's got like some, uh, some yeah. like marshmallow fluff on the top. Yeah, to keep the checks mix on it. I just I know great tailgate food. The people that have had it, no. Yeah, I've had it. Not my number one. Um, it is. It it's on my list. I got it number five in case you know somebody took one of mine. Um, but. My number five went number one, so I'm gonna take a slam dunk alley oop, um, buffalo wings. Don't care what kind, hot, medium, mild, teriyaki. You're. I'm yeah. taking. I'm taking buff or buffalo wing, wings. Buffalo wings. I mean, you took my number one. Yeah, that's um, a slam dunk. It, it's it's a staple, no matter where you are, um, for a Super Bowl party. It's. Usually, people there. You got like six people that bring wings themselves. Half the people made it. Half the people picked it up at the store. Some people went to JC, uh, but definitely wings. I'm not doing myself good in this, like voting, because they're saying that your number one was my number one. Well, Sorry, right. he, he's I, got he's got two more picks to screw it up. It's it's for the people. All right. So, f- with that being said. Wait, I'm, I'm not going to... Snake, right? Yeah, he's got back-to-back. I'm okay. not going to stray very far. I'm going to go buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> I knew that was going to be next off the board. Now, I myself honestly prefer a wing. A lot of sodium. 
But a lot of sodium for a woman. Man, people it's a love lot of, you got buffalo a chip, chicken dip. You got a chip. You got a. You, it has become a, a staple in America. Yep. It I has know. become a staple. Tell me a party you have been to like that involves sports in the last decade that has not had buffalo chicken dip. Graduation parties, like bar mitzvahs, like they're serving this stuff everywhere. It's an appetizer now. Like it, it wasn't an appetizer five years ago. No. It's an app now. Buffalo chicken dip. That's me. Yeah. And All I, right, round two. So now I'm up again. Now this this is when it gets a little tougher. See that reverse? Kind of put your thing down. Flip Kind of had some of the good things come off. So I am going to go with something that is a personal favorite. Um, I actually make this because I like it so much, but it's the ham and cheese sliders. Oh. They're they they're made out of Hawaiian buns, yep. and you, and you just put ham and Swiss, and it has like a butter, yeah, buttery uh, gray poupon like coating with poppy seed over it. I mean, <laughs> is that on your list? Hawaiian roll sliders. God damn it! I'll really trade good. you my one for your two. God. Well. I uh, need I say no more that, because clearly I have proved that. That's a great number two. That is, that's one of my favorites. I'm liking my list. It's I'm get I'm getting hungry even though we just ate wings. I'm getting hungry. Um, number three or uh, damn I can't do that. I gotta find a new number two. Um, uh, number two. I'm going to say anything in a crock pot. <laughs> anything? No, that's, any, that's too big. You can't do that. That's way buff, too Buffalo, buffalo chicken dip is made in a crock pot. pot. I've seen it inside dishes too, inside glasses. I'm saying no. anything in a crock pot. There's no way you can count we, that. We don't allow it. Wings, we don't, it doesn't matter. We, we don't, don't allow it. We hey, don't allow it. It doesn't matter. We didn't, you can't change the rules now. You're disqualified. Do you want to be part of this vote or not? Hey, hey. That's a good pick. I can understand this, why you're all pissed. But anything in a crock pot is going to be doable. Chili. Chili. Okay, my next okay. pick is anything that comes Ch- out I'll of the oven. I'll go with chili. Anything that comes out okay. of the oven is you, my second pick. If you say chili, I'm fine with that. But I'll go with I'll go with a good chili. Gotta have sour cream and Fritos there though. I'll say I'll say a nice chili and and some kind of hot sauce. If you didn't put enough jalapenos in it for it to be spicy, gotta have hot sauce. All right, because we can't do anything out of a crock pot. Okay, well, no, no if, imagination. If you want to play by that rule, then my second round pick is anything that comes out of the oven. Yeah, I heard you. Um, but for real, I will for my second pick. I'll take pigs in a blanket. Yes, is that like no. is that what it's actually called? Yeah, no, 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 no. That's yeah, it was called. on my list. Yeah, it's on okay. my list too. That, that's you like guys a just backup. Silence. I was like, do you guys is is that just something? Well, my family calls it. Or? No, pigs in the blanket is more. I would think is more popular, or more common than what Tommy said, which is why I was like more pissed at what Tommy said. The Hawaiian roll sandwiches. I was more pissed about that, but that's a really good one. Um, no, but I definitely call them pigs in the blanket. Okay. What else do you call? Them? I don't know. That's why I, you guys yeah. are just for silence. We so we, weenies, we we were weenies. we were just taking the time to cross it off our list. We were <laughs> we were fair enough. All right, third round. Um, oh man, 
I'm going to go with like a just a little snack food that I think never fails. Chex Mix. What flavor? You know what? A- after a couple of beers, you know, a couple of drinks, Chex Mix but is you're, great. But you're waiting for the wings, maybe? Or the wings haven't come out? You know, before what about, you get to the you, wings or the It's dip. like a pre-appetizer. Have, have you had yeah. the homemade Chex Mix? Oh, yeah. That's what, that's what, I think that would be. Yes. That, that's that got to be it. You can't just have the bag. No, 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 no. Yeah, someone actually taking the time to make a homemade Chex Mix, for sure. Yeah. I, I like that pick. I'll snack on that all night. If you had that sitting in the room right now, it'd be at least half gone. Yeah. And if you add M and M's and raisins and make it trail mix, get out of here, dude. I'm just, I'm just saying it's like you're adding pineapple to pizza. You're adding (laughs) if you put it in a crock pot. Don't ruin something good, man. All right, Greg and I like your number two. Um, (laughs) What about his number three? You only with raisins, M and M's, or out of a crock pot. Yeah, I mean, I like trail mix over Chex Mix. Yeah, but you said, but you, you said you, didn't you just say you liked Reagan's two? That was his third. Yeah, I did. And But you asked about his three. I liked his third because his third was on my list. Chex Mix wasn't on my list. That's why I liked your two. <laughs> so back to my three. I'm, I'm going to go with anything wrapped in bacon. Dude, so, this is no. Whether, know. whether that's weenies. Water chestnuts, um, other pieces of bacon wrapped in bacon, anything wrapped in bacon, jalapenos, jalapeno poppers, shrimp. Oh shit, you took one of mine by with your fucking choice that included 25 options. You took one mine that it's, I narrowed down to a very specific thing. It's kind of like the Thanos, it just like... Your two, two of your picks were 40 options. <laughs> I don't know. You guys... You always stretch the rules, no matter what our top three or top five is. I was you excited about you being rules. like super specific about like something you had made before, and no, you're covering half the appetizers that exist in a, in the world. <laughs> anything in a crock pot, anything wrapped in bacon. Hey, I like a good Super Bowl spread. <laughs> There's not a lot that disappoints. What an answer. I'll say uh, potato skins wrapped in bacon. Potato skins wrapped in bacon. Is that specific enough? Uh, that is specific. I'll give you that. Yeah. Nobody makes that either, so. Well, you ain't been to one of my Super Bowl parties. You gonna invite us? Yeah. Well, so. I'm in. I don't even know if I want to even say my third one, because, I mean, he, it was taken out from under me with a cheap pick. I was going to say... Mental toughness and prevail. I was going to say bacon-wrapped jalapeno poppers. Yeah. Yeah. With the fresh jalapenos. That was my my three, too. You got to find a new one. That counts. The funny thing is I had potato skins on there, too. See? (laughs) We need to go to some of the same parties. We we like this. I take him to have one sandwich that changes his life. Golly. Shout out! Shout out! Goose on the market. <laughs> Goose the market. Goose the market. What like you that. called it like twelve? What I kind of like. Goose when we on went the market, to, though. you called it like twelve different things before we got to the right answer. Wow, uh. that was when I saw the side of the building. All right, well, yeah. So that was my three. 
I honestly feel like this was kind of ruined by Skyler. <laughs> Just make sure you guys don't vote for him. You guys taking everything so personal just because I stole one of yours. You stole one of mine? Yeah. you, And you admitted that I, it was so specific that it pissed you off. Yeah. And so I ended up taking every available side dish possible. Um, Seems like you researched this pretty hard, Skylar. Really did your thought. Oh, what did I say we needed to bring up at the end of the pod? Something about going to dubs. dubs. Oh, Dubs basketball game. Yeah, the popcorn. Saturday. You going? Uh, yeah, I should be able to. I don't think I have anything. I Are you going for Dubs or the popcorn? Uh, I'll, I'll be going for the popcorn. Is that because you are not sold on Dubs' abilities to coach, or you just like popcorn that much? No, I like popcorn. High school popcorn. Does that hit differently? Just hit. It slaps. Would you... Kids these days, it slaps. (laughs) Would you take high school basketball game popcorn at a Super Bowl party? Mm. Or is that just not the time or place? Anything in a bag. (laughs) Yeah. Anything that comes in a bag. (laughs) Grapes. Chips. Chex Mix. All right, so <laughs> we got anything else? No, that's it. We good? All I, dubs yeah. return. Yeah, no, obviously Dubs <laughs> going to go to the game for you, uh, at least thinking about it right now. Um, dubs, so, I can't come, but I love you. If you're listening, I hope you're listening. Good luck. Well, um, maybe Dubs will listen to this because he doesn't respond to any of our group chat. Dublin, you're getting called out. Um, listen to, or actually... Should we, we, we should announce. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you do it? So we're uh, we're working on getting our first blog post up. Me and Skylar kind of put some stuff together the other night, and uh, I think we'll probably have it out here pretty soon. But yeah, it's going to be Hoosier Picks blog. Um, who knows what material we'll put out there? The first po- post is just going to be kind of an intro, um, but hoping to put some some good material out there for you guys to read and uh, more more frequent content I mean these aren't going to be like you know essays and articles and sh- you know just more or less our thoughts and maybe something's going on um, you know if there's an injury or some breaking news that we want to talk about or if you know Reagan's got a pick or a team that he likes a new future that he doesn't want to wait maybe a week to uh, give on the podcast he can just write a nice um, blog get that out to you Um, but we've had a few people reach out asking if we do have a blog Um, we didn't but now we do so we'll yeah we'll have that on all our social media so definitely follow that look out for that yeah share it and um, thanks for listening later